Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie my name is robert patrick i play gary tyson that's gary tyson with an i in the film last rampage Evil broke loose in 1978, Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But, I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story. Like, there, there, you know, the, the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised... Uh, during the Great Depression. See, that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it. How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the the the, the link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to. 
to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was, it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Guest Comptrollist, uh, Aaron McGathy. How, how, are you, how are you doing? Are you, are you, uh, did, how did it go, starting the show? Um, I, I think it went okay. okay. I got some encouragement from the front row. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What did they, shouldn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, before the show, they were like, oh, hey, the, hi, how's it going? The second row was like, fuck you. Uh, they, they're all, they're all holding, giving me uh, thumbs downs, okay. shaking their heads back and forth. Uh, thanks for coming on Emmy Night and Breaking Bad Night. To, uh, uh, that's uh, we we appreciate it. I, I'm back. I got an iPhone. I'm back, uh, and so I'm not wearing my iHarmon tonight, which is my notepad that I've been using, only because I'm going to give it a field test. I'm going to give Evernote another week. I'm going to see if Evernote works for keeping track of stuff, which so far it does not. It doesn't work. <laughs> but I did just use my fingerprint to open my phone, and that's that's disturbing. <laughs> They say that the fingerprint is stored on the uh, chip inside the phone and that will never, therefore, be accessible to the National Security Agency. Um, it's already been hacked. I mean, what's in, it, yeah, it's in a chip on a phone. Like, it doesn't, like, it's, it's kind of, it's just, they, they, I, I was never a part of the, of the uh, vote where they said, hey, we're going to give everything but the things in the chips on the phone to the National Security Agency. <laughs> I, I, I was never a part of that. I did that. I'm sure they would have said that was okay, too, right? Sure. Like, it's, we're, we're putting it in, a, in the iCloud. It's, uh, the cloud has a border around it. Dan, how, how long do you think it'll be before a jealous boyfriend or girlfriend cuts off their partner's thumb? <laughs> oh, and uses it to unlock their phone, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's definitely going to be a lot of, like, sleepy, uh, passed out sleeping, use your phone. Because that's easy. <laughs> oh, God. Just lifting a limp hand up and putting yeah, it on the phone? Yeah, because you... Gosh. Because when you're... Yeah, well, people... C- Cut off penises and stuff. So, like, like, yeah. Of course, they're gonna definitely. You go, you go through people's purses. Like, you know, if you're in an unhealthy right. relationship, you're yelling at each other, and then you get drunk, and then you pass out. Then someone's gonna use the phone, you know, the thumb to, yeah, for sure. sure. When I, and I feel like people justify a lot of bad behavior as far as like breaking into their partner's phone, like, oh, yeah, I was checking the thing, and then I came across these. Talk. It's pretty hard to get around the thumbprint thing. It's an obvious thing. This has been Thumbprint Talk. Yeah. Uh, I just had the air taken out of the thing I really wanted to talk about tonight, which is something that Duncan Trussell told me earlier tonight, which is that the first cybernetic cyborg hate crime happened at a French McDonald's, but it happened like two years ago. It happened like July of 2012. And uh, (laughs) there was a guy in a French McDonald's that had a cybernetic eye 
And uh, yeah, so people were like, take off that camera. And he was like, it's my eye. It's bolted to my skull. I'm a cyborg. And, uh, and it was. He was a cyborg. And, uh, and they tried to rip it off like a, like a kid, like, like you know, like in a, in a, in a comedic, like, uh, take off that beard. You're in disguise. And it's like, ow, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> Except they tried to rip his eye out of his head. Uh, ostensibly because they're French, I guess, and they're, like, both more passionate and, and have less technology. I don't, I don't like, because like, I'm sure this guy had to be either Canadian or American, right? He's got had a robot eye. Um, and, uh, yeah, they tried to rip his eye out of his head. And people were calling it the first cyborg uh, hate crime. But it happened a year ago, so who cares? <laughs> and I looked it up, and it wasn't like, you have a picture in your head of like a, like a cyborg eye, like a Terminator. <laughs> He's got like a, it's like a Google, half of a Google Glasses bolted to his head. He's the one who chose to bolt it. Like, <laughs> could easily just wear it. We could make it rip offable. I'm just saying, it's just when you look at it, you're kind of like, yeah, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, a, for, like if he had a, like, a, like a fedora, and it was like, no, I have, a, I have a really tingly scalp, so I staple my hat to my head. <laughs> and they said, no hats in here. They tried to rip it off, and it rips my, my, my skin off. Like, it's like, yikes, that's terrible, but like, um, not, nothing, but nothing. I mean, I, was, I wasn't going to say he deserves it. He's got a camera bolted to his head. Don't rip it off. <laughs> but anyways, I just want to talk about how disappointing it is to find out uh, in the green room that that happened a year ago. Are you going to talk to Duncan about it? Yeah, I'm going to text him and say, yeah, thanks for the scoop, jackass. <laughs> First cyborg hate crime. I'm going I'm to go put a camera in his head. Uh, all right, so let's just review some things. Mm -hmm. So we had a good, good Saturday yesterday. Yeah. Harmon and McGathy style. Bed Springer. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got out of bed today absolutely because I wanted to. Yeah. Like, I was, there was nothing left to do in bed. I absolutely reached my limit. As I was waking up to the credits of uh, how to succeed in business without really trying at 5 a.m., I was like, it is time to get out of bed. Yeah. Yesterday, we watched Super 8 in time with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> a, a little bit of the host. Just a, just a little bit of the, the, the Twilight Ladies uh, alien movie. Uh, Branded. Tried to watch a little bit of Branded. Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, how to succeed in business without really trying. But we, what we didn't get around to watching is something I'm kind of excited about because of the iTunes description. It's called The Dinosaur Project. Um, it's on iTunes, and the iTunes description is... Dinosaur Project is a team of explorers searching for a mythical creature. What mythical creature? <laughs> when their helicopter is brought down by a flock of enormous birds, they discover strange creatures which civilization has thought extinct for millions of years. <laughs> it's the, the work well, dinosaurs you, in you, the title. And describe the art on the, the cover of the movie. I don't know if I can. Well, it's it's people people running from a dinosaur. Running from dinosaurs, yeah, giant, yeah, yeah. giant well, dinosaurs, the title, the identifiable dinosaurs. The dinosaur dinosaurs. project, but the summary of it, they're really trying to skirt the. They're like, like, let's make this a bigger deal. That they're yeah, myth, yeah that they're creatures that no one's aware of. But uh, I'm 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 getting tapped because I don't you know this is one of those nights. I'm telling you, I got nothing. I got nothing to talk about, and How you're here and. What? Oh, uh, uh, you you weren't crazy about Super Eight. 
I, I, I like I like the first half hour of it, and then when, you know, as it slowly became a movie about a spider monster, I, <laughs> I was, you know. Okay, I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus. I did think it was it was really it was funny watching Dan. I've seen the movie before. Watching Dan watch that movie, just be like, oh, it's just a spider monster, and you learn that Dan's experience of watching Super Eight was just like, oh, I can't see, I can't wait to see what the, bizarre the new monster that I'm this being is. promised. The payoff. The payoff it should have been is called friendship. Super Payoff. Super Payoff. <laughs> the, the, if your movie's about a spider monster, you it's so and, and it's CG. You 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 it, it, you can just show it crawling out of a thing and reveal it, and then and then tell a story about dealing with it. You don't have to hide it from me. <laughs> that that doesn't make it magical. Uh, you you can't tell me it's magical. You, that's not fair. That's not fair. It's not, it's not magical just because you don't show it. That's not it's not a magical creature. It's a spider monster. It's from 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 Mars and it wants to go back home. And uh, I would like to see the spider monster as early as possible. And I'd like to learn what makes it tick and and then get on with the story of the spider monster. I do not want to do, hear the three hour story of what's that and have the third act be it's a spider monster. <laughs> Just uh, very well shot, very very beautiful film. It's about a spider monster, and there's just, just no covering that up these days. I got a cyborg eye called Apple TV. I can rewind. I know it's a spider monster. All right. Uh, <clears throat> our next guest. Uh, uh, <laughs> waited in line for 12 hours to buy my new iPhone uh, for me and didn't get his own, which I wanted to buy him in exchange for him doing that. His name is Spencer Crittenden. Spencer! You can go... Do you want to be a guest for a change? Do you want to sit and... Uh... Oh, boy. Oh, man, that, that question just, just overloaded him. He's... Take your I dungeon mean, master seat. There's 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 three chairs up there. Yeah. Two microphones. So you thanks for thanks for uh waiting in line for me the night before the iPhone came out. I'm still kinda out of it. Yeah. Did it throw yeah. off your schedule a little bit? Yeah, yeah, a little. Whoa, whoa. A little. But I mean I I didn't sleep and then uh I slept. Now I'm okay, kind of. How, how, yeah, that's how it works. How did yeah. how did how did, uh, how, how, did uh, how how does waiting in line to buy an iPhone work? Uh, that's something I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of boring. Um, like I'm not I'm not sociable, so I got there and I didn't really talk to anybody. But other people were talking to people around me, and what that were was the, that was great. What were those people like? <laughs> what were the people? Yeah, the people around you. What were the conversations? What was the um, about being cold and whether or not <laughs> the bathrooms are working. Where were the bathrooms? There were, you know, around. It, it was an it was an outdoor mall. Um, there were there's two kinds of bathrooms. They were both locked at some point. Well, this is these it's are the de- these are the details of people that I want. I don't know about people. Yeah, I want to know. You're out on the sidewalk. Uh huh. You're outside an Apple store. Yeah, sitting in a, a camp chair. You brought a chair. I yeah, you you, you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta bring a chair. So where do you where do you make the peepees? In the bathroom. So Which I went one? Out. Which wh- whose bathroom? 
It's the mall bathroom. It's public. So oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you go up these stairs, and then there's a bathroom. And I went, <laughs> and uh, there was a guy out there, and he was like, don't go in the bathroom, man. And I was like, what? And he was like, it's all dark. I couldn't find the light. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I peed in the dark before. <laughs> <laughs> also, how, how, how dare he slap his limitations on you like yeah. that? <laughs> couldn't find the light switch don't, everyone everyone stop eliminating yeah and i was like just don't just don't follow me in there and i just went in there and uh you know my iphone has a flashlight function yeah very so. funny that a guy in line for new technology was like dark yeah well that would yeah dark. that would be a, that's that's the point of being an apple guy is yeah you want apple takes care of that like apple turn the lights off i don't know what to do um the the uh so wait he didn't want you to follow him in into the bathroom? No, I told him not to follow me because he's a weird guy telling people about stuff going on in a bathroom. You said don't follow me to someone? Yeah. You were saying I, I'm going to go check this out. Yeah, well, he was he was presumably out of the bathroom having gone in there and I was going in there in spite of his warning, so he might be like, oh, what's all the fuss about? Or he might be like, I'm going to murder that guy. I mean, I'm not, who am I to judge, but don't follow me in there seemed to be fair. Can you, yeah, can you describe that. this bath town, bath, bathroom crier? Um, he, was, bath he was a Mexican guy with uh, short, uh, spiky hair, he, uh, maybe five foot four. Fine, you know. Are you not using any kind of race because you're not racist? He said Mexican. Mexican. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely. I didn't hear it because I'm not racist. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, okay. So he's a tiny, tiny man. You yeah. said 5'4"? Pretty, pretty small, yeah. Sorry if you're in the audience and you're 5'4 and you don't like being called tiny. <laughs> Uh, so definitely compared to you, a tiny, tiny little man. Yeah, a lot, a lot so of don't are. don't go in the bathroom. I can't find the light. And you said, okay, don't follow me. Yeah, and went in the bathroom and found the light, or just used your iPhone as a. Well, I was like, I'll take my chances. And then he was like, well, I mean, I looked all around. It's really, really dark in there. And I was like, I'll be fine. Just don't don't come in there. <laughs> Something happened with that guy and his mom at a certain point. Something, something where he, he went into the room and he's like, Mom, like the, the light's out. And she came in and turned the light on and, and beat him with a hammer. <laughs> was, with a lamp. Was, with a lamp. <laughs> Better. So he loves and hates light. He's like, um, so so the, was he a fellow Apple liner? I think he was, yeah. That was at about uh, 2.30 in the morning. I think most people out were that. There was, uh, you know, some security guards and cops rolling around. But other than that, it was just Apple people. And was he was he waiting for you when you came out? Did you say that already? He was still there. He hadn't moved. I went pretty fast. I was, you know, ready to defend myself. So, yeah. He was still there? Yeah. It, it waiting outside the bathroom? Not waiting outside. He was, there's like a kind of area that's like a balcony over these stairs. Because you got to go upstairs. Uh-huh. So it's like he was at a balcony <laughs> overlooking this place when he, you know, told me of the bathroom's lights. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. And he, he was just still stayed there. there and watched you go to the bathroom and come back out. Presum- yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I don't, I don't think of it like that. But <laughs> who, who saved your place in line when you were using the bathroom? No one. I had my chair there. So a lot of people, once they had chairs going on, they were getting up and leaving and coming back. Sort of an honor system. But, yeah. but uh, how, 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 how much... How, 
how much are you allowed to stretch that? How much did you see it stretched? Like oh, the idea man. of just putting a chair there and just taking off. The person who was like the fifth in line was bullshit. It was just some old lady, and um, she just put a chair down and fucking yeah, went no, home she, and watched. Uh, she went down for four. She bones. left for four hours, came back for a half hour, left for about seven hours, came back two minutes or two hours before uh, opening. But other than that, wasn't there at all. So like most of the time, she wasn't even there. So that was kind of bullshit. Yeah, it's interesting. This concept. Here's a. Yeah. This is the other thing that haunts me. If you had not waited in line mm-hmm. for me, so I could have my precious iPhone the next day, uh-huh. how long would it have taken? Was there a line the next day? Like, what? Uh, they would have been sold out the next day of most stuff, especially that that model. So the night the night that you spent in a lawn chair on a sidewalk uh-huh. earned me what how many days with an iPhone that I wouldn't have had? I mean six to seven. Six maybe. to seven. All right, Spencer. All right. All right, All right Dan Harmon, too. Hold on. For not abusing his employees. Six. Oh. Uh, I got seven days out of uh, out of, of out of his twelve hours. Pretty good. I felt bad. I told him to get himself one, and then he couldn't because he was an Apple employee. Yeah. I had an employee account um, that gave me, like, a cheap bill, but as a result, I was, like, locked onto bullshit. And um, I, you know, stopped being an employee, but I guess I didn't stop having a plan, so I couldn't get a phone. So it was more about your phone plan than your than the Apple. Yeah, well, I got the phone plan because of Apple, but it was the phone plan's lockedness. It was just bureaucracies. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh my gosh! You know what time it is? It's McGathy Game Corner time. Oh. All right, welcome to McGathy's uh, Game Corner. Uh, we'll do, uh, Spencer, you want to play? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can anyone else play? Like, like, like uh, is it how many people can play? Uh, are we, uh, we could have one more person, but only if maybe he's created something with you in the past. Maybe only if you've been, is that what well, you're Well, that's, that's what I was thinking, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't know what your game is, so I don't want, am I ruining it? Is there... Let's welcome Rob Schraub to the stage! Can, can I confess something that I just realized as I sat down? I, I didn't realize consciously I was doing this or I would have been honest about it. The, what went through my head was, if there was someone else up here, according to the format of the show, I get to sit down. <laughs> The format of the show being me doing whatever I want, so I could have sat down. You at could any have point. started the show sitting. Yeah, down. I could yeah. roll out here on a surfboard. You could lay down. Kittens pulling it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank How you. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing good. Wow, double good, making good, it. Good, 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 good. <laughs> uh, uh, I just saw this uh, Insidious Chapter Two. You ever, uh, you ever see that? No. What's Anybody it? see this Insidious Chapter Two? What's Insidious One? That, that's like uh, that's one of those that's one of those kids paranormal movies, right? Those, yeah, yeah. The, the first the, one uh, is not too bad. I, I actually is it another it. with the camera and the everyone? No, 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 no. Well, there's camera. There's there were cameras involved. <laughs> that's why I got to see it. <laughs> well, in our day, there were always cameras involved, but there was craftsmanship too. Right. You didn't just you didn't just put one of these things on a dresser and say, "Oh boy, I'm Citizen Kane now." I'm, I'm uh, I didn't. Like like it. I know that felt like a, a setup that I was going to start like 
doing like 15 minutes on why Insidious 2 was bad, but I just wanted to say I didn't like it. We can get on with the game. Did you did you see it? Did you see it in the theater? I saw it with Steve Agee in the theater. In the theater, yes. Yeah. Were What's you it high? like seeing a movie with Steve Agee? Sorry. What's it like? Yeah. He leans forward a lot, which is kind of you know because I, I I'll sit and crouch, but he'll like lean forward a lot, and it, that, that's weird. It. I think it's because he's really tall. I think it's because uh, he's, yeah. Oh, he has uh, probably anxiety about being that's a tall guy. I, in a movie yeah, but I have saw, that. I, I, we, I we saw The Conjuring him. together, it was, which was really good. I really liked that. I thought it was uh, like had some heightened moments. What did you see? What? The Conjuring. The Conjuring. It's another movie. Yeah. <laughs> is that about some kind of wizard or something? No. No. Is that so like a Harry Potter thing? No, 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 no. It was like Ronald. Is that Le- one of those Hogwarts? No, 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 no. Keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was, uh, it was this thing. Uh, it starred Ron Livingston and the guy that played Owlman from Watchmen that looks like Rob Hubel. Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah Rob know. Hubel from The Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rob Hubel from The Watchmen. <laughs> Who's also an insane. Insidious too, uh, and uh, I heard that Rob Hubel auditioned for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Wait, yeah. as Abe Lincoln or just as Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, that'd be a different movie, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think uh, it would go something like this: a four score and seven. Yeah, Do you hear that, Rob Hubel? That's what you sound like. That's what you sound like, Cubes. Uh, where was I? No, we saw The Conjuring together, and watching scary movies with A.G. is awesome because he's like, oh, 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 shit, during all like the, the tense moment. Yeah. It was really fun. It was fun. Hi. This movie wasn't so fun because it sucked. <laughs> Insidious 2, huh? Insidious 2. So what, what, what Take, did you, had you seen Insidious 1? Yes, I did. Well, what's, what's Insidious 1? Give me the breakdown. Okay. Well, Give me the goods. It, Give me the deets. Insidious, Insidious 1. Give me the elevator pitch. Okay, okay. Insidious 1 is Give me, basic. Beginning, middle, end. Okay. Insidious 1. <laughs> 5,000 words. Wait. <laughs> It basically poltergeist. Feed in and all of the all of the slug lines. So, so each location. Give me the one sheet. Okay. Give me the, well, give me the transportation budget. No, no, seriously. <laughs> a shot list. Try some story. Give me the shipwreck comic strip of it. Uh, give me the novelization. Yeah. Okay. The, the novelization. Okay. <laughs> give me uh, give me just preface. the McDonald's cups. Okay. <laughs> I can't get, keep up with it. No, no. Insidious one is like they're they're they this couple. They have a kid. He goes unconscious. He doesn't come out of consciousness. They find out that he wa- has the ability to astral project, but got lost in this place called the further. And the thing about when you astrally project, your spirit goes out of your body, but then all it's like your empty vessel of a body like draws ghosts who want to. It's like, like it's like a lawn chair outside an Apple store. Yes. <laughs> yes. <You can. laughs> and uh, and that all that stuff was like really good. And then uh, and it, it kind of at the end it had some good it had some good stuff. Just a, it's just a spider monster. It just turns out it, it was it, it was a four legged spider monster. Yeah. Interesting. Rob, how do you it's think called, that called man? <laughs> it asks the question it's a movie that asks the question who's the real spider monster <laughs> isn't man just a four legged spider monster well, that, that's what that I meant that doesn't spin webs that's what I meant by a four legged I know I'm, I'm yes oh. Andy I'm having fun with you <laughs> okay 
A cold, misty morning fades as the gray sun rises overhead, revealing the head of a mysterious robed warrior. He gestures at you and makes a compelling offer. Would you like to be a samurai? Would you take the way of the warrior? All it would take is to start snacking healthy with Nature Box. You make as to leave, but the Nature Box Samurai is instantly in your path. Nature Box makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you, created with high-quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners so you can feel great about snacking. The Samurai reveals a Nature Box from his robes. His hands are a flash as he produces a box, a Nature Box full of masa crisps and cherry berry bonanza. Nature Box recently made their service even better, so now you can order as much as you want as often as you want with no minimum purchases and you can cancel at any time. And you'll never get bored because there's new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback. And if you ever... Oh shit. Ninjas. Ah! Ah! Nature Box recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want as often as you want with no minimum purchase required and you can cancel any time. With Nature Box, you never get bored. There are new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback and if you ever try a snack you don't like, Nature Box will replace it for free. The ninjas fall to the ground, defeated by superior snacking. It's simple. Go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog. There are over a hundred to choose from, and they're constantly adding delicious new snacks. Choose the snacks you want, and they'll deliver them right to your door. And right now, you'll save even more. Sheathing his sword, the samurai continues down the road, away from you. Foes defeated, he sheathes his sword and begins to walk away. But he turns... And one more thing. Right now, you'll save even more. NatureBox is offering Harmontown fans 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown. And in an instant, he's vanished. But his voice still lingers on the wind. That's naturebox.com slash Harmontown for 50% off your first order. That's naturebox.com slash Harmontown. Snack like a warrior. Good. Uh, Rob, how, uh, how, how well do you think that prepared you for McGathy's Game Corner? <laughs> very, very well. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, oh, my God, guys. That was my first good sound cue ever that I've ever done. Um, thanks. So, uh, so Harmontown attracts a, a variety of dynamic and interesting characters. Men. Stand up! <laughs> One, two, three, four. So 16. many people. Uh, dynamic, interesting people who become a part of the show. A few Stand months ago. Stand up! I'm sorry. <laughs> a few months ago, uh, we we uh, were were gifted with uh, some beef jerky. From Ooh, I heard about this. Ooh, the beef jerky. <laughs> Yeah. We were gifted by uh, we're, we were, uh, a man named Bill who's sitting in the front row. That's Bill, Rob, in the black oh, shirt. And Bill, I why don't you jump it. on Ooh. the Bill? Why don't you jump on the mic for this intro? Yeah, why don't you, Bill? Just for the intro. Uh, in case you okay, so I'm up here for five stay. seconds and then I can sit down, right? Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. So, uh, so, so Bill brought some very special beef jerky from Texas from this uh, beef jerky distributor that he very much believes in. Did and- you close the Ziploc bag before you left Texas? Bill, Bill did everything right. This okay, was good. a this was a totally like random bad luck experience. This is he- beef's fault. This is beef's fault. <laughs> 
It's not necessarily the manufacturer's fault. It's just a random occurrence. I just Things happen. Forget about it. Well, well, uh, no, of course you can't. Uh, so uh, has the game started? <laughs> So, uh, so Bill passed ends. out. Bill passed out the jerky. There was some mold on the jerky. Whatever. Yeah, anyway, there was a lot. Okay, someone just said there's a lot of mold on the jerky. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Bill since then has sat in the front row and has become part of the uh, the landscape that is the Harmontown audience. So we are going to play a game called the Beef Fungus Bill Game. Oh. I, 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 when you brought him up, I was reminded that he made, did, 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 did you know that he made, and we never, he made a uh, iPad stand. Bill, obviously, also, he makes this wood stuff. He made, he made quotes on little wood uh, slats for us, Harmontown quotes. By the way, Bill, remember the quote that, that we thought was erroneous or whatever that said, it, it wasn't. Somebody, it, I said whatever was on there. That, that, that season, Ooh, that season, season like two of Jimmy's was written on ass. anus or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I said that. Uh, <laughs> probably because I was on something else. And the, the, uh, Pittsburgh. But, and then also, he made a Dungeon Master iPad stand for, yeah. for uh, Spencer to Dungeon and Master And Adam with. Goldberg. What? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so, so Bill, Bill is, we are, we are aware. There's aware more than of, one prototype. Uh. <laughs> uh, we are aware of Bill, and Bill is part of uh, Harmontown. But what do we really know about Bill, you guys? I just said it all. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's all yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so earlier today, Bill sent me some true facts about himself. Oh, nice. All right. So, uh, thank you, Bill. You can go ahead Did and sit down. I don't want your face to like, affect the, okay. the judging. But thank you. Let's give him a really big hand. <laughs> Uh, sweetie, can I ask you, when, when Bill sent you uh, this email with all these true facts about himself, was that solicited? <laughs> or, or is this another situation? <laughs> oh, that's so flattering. I would be flattered. Uh, no, it was not a situation. <laughs> that was What's a really a weird way for me to react to that. You know, some guy sending you an email with a bunch of facts about himself. <laughs> unsolicited. Did so this happen before? To you? Uh, well, look at her. Bro. Oh, that's very nice. nice. That's very nice. Happens uh, all the time. Avoiding um, the question. All right. <laughs> she does a podcast where she says, hey, I care about you. I'm Aaron McGathy. I'm your best friend. I care about your relationships. Here's all about mine. And, you know, it, it invites its fair share of intimacy from strangers. <laughs> I, I wish that it came in the in the in the form of just facts about <laughs> listeners. <laughs> like that would, yeah. That would be that would be fun. Um, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and play this game. There are we have ten questions. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, sweetie. Can we get Rob a cup? I don't want a cup. No, we can get you a cup. Hold on. No, 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 no. I don't want to keep no, going no, no, with no. your Did, game thing. They're getting. They're, I saw scramble in the back. They're, no, don't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to interrupt anymore. I'm. I'm. Terribly so. Have a drink, Rob. But I, we're going to get you a cup so you can have a drink. Okay. The, the explanation of this game is very, very brief, so I'm going to explain it very briefly. I have ten questions. Uh, one, in every, every question is a, includes a true fact about Bill. The other things are not true. The three of you are going to, individually, you're on your own team, you're going to decide uh, what is the true Bill fact. Right. And you are allowed to uh, discuss it with each other, discuss it with yourself, explain why you uh, <laughs> discuss it with yourself. Um, decide, uh, explain why you feel that way. So let's go. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get started. All right. One of these is true. 
we're picking the one that's true. You're Who picking the one first? that's true. Who goes first? Uh, we'll go, we'll start, we'll do it uh, counterclockwise. And we'll start with Spencer. We're in a line. I know. I just <laughs> who's who's reading the clock? <laughs> I just threw it out there. We'll start. We'll start with Spencer, and we'll go Spencer, Dan, Rob. As far as like who gets to uh, give their final answer uh. first. All right. Question number one. Uh, one of these is real. The other two are fake. Bill spells his name with one L because and these are these are quotes. <laughs> A, it's my own little pretentious contrivance. In honor of Sesame Street, two L's seems like a waste. B, it's my own little pretentious contrivance. My father was a two L'd Bill who earned both. I leave it to you to decide what that means. <laughs> C, it's my own little pretentious contrivance. I enjoy correcting people. Uh, when I, so it's me, right? Yeah, but you what? guys can discuss uh, what you. Can we have some thought music? Um, you can. Uh, okay, keep going. I, I only, Go I'm not the best no, no, no. Uh, DJ, but no, you can. No, no, no. I mean, it might be a cow farting, but I'll find something. Okay, I, I thought it'd be like, I don't know. Okay. I mean, when you hear the first one, you're like, this sounds like the real one. It sounds like it's trying to be clever, but all of them sounded like that. <laughs> I know which one it is. Oh, do you? No, I mean, I, I mean, I think I know. Tell me which one you think it is. Well, I just should, is the point to, for, to, for him to... <laughs> well, I want to win, so... Well, you, you well, guys, I mean, you guys I, have a minute of discussing it out loud and making your points, and I, then you'll give your final answers. Okay, what's your thing, Harmon? But, but if I share my reasoning, then they get to piggyback on my intuition. You're right. You're, you're right, you're right. Okay, so we'll go down the line. Spencer. What he said. I want a final answer from this guy before I swoop in and snatch it up. You're totally right. Balderdash rules. I want to hear, I Spencer, hear what first. Dan has to say. Okay, but Spencer, in this round, you go first, so you decide. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I'd like to pick A because, I mean, that sounds right. The right? Sesame Street? It's my, uh, yeah, because they Street. value letter economy, right? <laughs> okay. I don't understand the Sesame Street reference. They value letter economy. <laughs> they do? That's well, the... letters are very important. Well, letters Sesame are their Street. sponsor. They're you not can't gonna... just have two. I still don't get the c connection to Sesame Street, though. I understand yeah. letters are on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't understand why. I don't remember. I mean, I've seen them all, and I don't remember somebody coming out to never put a, a two L's next to each other. No, I don't think they did. I think they just imparted the value of an L to you to the extent that... Uh, that that don't buy it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm right, gonna Dan. go. I'm gonna go with B, and I'll tell you why. <clears throat> because to the dad one, two L Bill. B, yeah, the, that's the dad one. Mm -hmm. Dad, two L's, whatever. <laughs> I, I've met a lot of fellas who use their middle name as their first name because uh, uh, people who spell their first name differently, etc. It always has to do with a fucked up relationship with their dad. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go with that. All right, Rob. I, I'm gonna take uh, C um, because that's the only one I remembered. The I enjoy correcting people? Yes. Yes! <laughs> That's exactly the one. The correct answer is A, the Sesame Street ah. answer. Oh. That's not answer. fair, he went first. <laughs> well, some would argue he's in, the, he's in the world, everyone would argue he's in the worst position. In this round, Dan will guess first, and then Rob, and then Spencer. Good, I like Question that. number two. Mm. Question number two. A. I won a Philo T. Farnsworth Award for video art. 
B, I won a Philo Teen Farnsworth Award for my work with children's hospitals. C, I won a Philo Teen Farnsworth Award for urban planning. Why do you keep saying teen? Huh? T. 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 Sorry. Philo Teen Farnsworth. It's like a new <laughs> Nickelodeon cartoon. Uh, I'm, I will go with A because Philo T. Farnsworth invented television. Okay, I think we're learning about how much I know about Philo T. T. Farnsworth. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Rob. Uh, I don't know who this uh, Philo guy is, but uh, Bill uh, seems like a kind of a, a video person. <laughs> I'm also going to go with A, but I thought of that before Harmon said anything. And I would have got that first one if I had some music to think. <laughs> what kind of Spencer? shit are you running here? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm go sorry. with uh, I'm gonna go saying? with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, A because I had a good reason for it. All right, that is correct. All right. It is A. We all win. We're all tied up. Philo T. Farnsworth was no, reportedly not. I don't know if it's urban legend supposedly was thought of the idea for television while mowing his lawn noticed that the the rows and columns of uh, different squares like. Uh, looked at them and kind of came up with the idea of what we would one day call pixels. Right. Yeah. And the T is uh, where we get TV from. <laughs> That's correct. That is correct. The T was taken from his name. Philo TV Farnsworth. <laughs> <laughs> The weird thing is the T stands for toilet. His dad always wanted him to, to yeah. invent the toilet. Fuck that. Philo. I didn't know you could name your kid after something you used to make necklaces with. All right. Number three. You can name your kid after everything. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. All right. Or anything. But you can't name him a number. If somebody tried to name their kid a number in like right. Europe somewhere, and, and then another they kid, this cyborg guy, someone yeah. else tried to name their kid Adolf Hitler or something. I, which somebody I, somebody tried to name their kid uh, God, and they didn't let that happen. No, no, the judge said no. That's just for that's that name is for the creator. It was totally oh. that's fucked up. Just was it Kanye West? <laughs> The Hitler thing, I mean, come on, you can't fight City Hall. But, uh, I mean, the God thing, what? That's but, silly. Whatever. Okay, question number three. And this, uh, Rob, you will answer this first. I uh, promise there will be thinking music. Good. Question number three. When I was in grade school, I won two gold and several silver medals. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when I was in grade school, I won two gold and several silver medals for A, science, B, singing, C, shot put. What was the second one? Sing? Singing. Singing. Oh. A, science. B, singing. C, shot put. Waiting. Who's giving medals to grade schoolers? <laughs> I just love, love that he specified several silver medals. <laughs> several. They kind of, that kind of means a gold. Yep. That kind of specificity only comes from somebody who is interested in science. Only. All right. Science. However. Spencer. The music helped. 
I'd like to uh, point out that the score was erroneously reported as tied earlier. No, no, I, t- I, t- <laughs> I took it back right away. I said, no, no, it's not. You have two and the other, and, and uh, Spencer Just and settle Rod down, huh? I'm just... What? The game's not over yet, well, man. You're totally right. I said it, and I took it back right Just away. settle down. I'm just clarifying for the podcast. Well, don't worry. It is not tied. Spencer has two, Dan has one, Rob has one. Now, now Bill seems like the type who can uh, put a shot. <laughs> All right. That's the whole shot putting. That's okay. My answer. All right. Spencer's answer is shot put. Dan. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, my instinct is to go away from science because it feels obvious because he's he's a Harmontown uh, attendee and he makes things and uh, and so it would be weirder for him to yeah he's, be a good singer or a shot putter if you're in grade school I mean that doesn't have any bearing on what you become <laughs> just because he doesn't look like Jesse Ventura now doesn't mean he wasn't the the ace shot putter of his grade school I mean what did it take back then you have to shoot a heavy ball further than a bunch of fourth graders you know you could, could have been good at anything the question is, would you think of the word shot put as a comedic third? <laughs> and I feel like the answer is yes. There wasn't a, there wasn't a comedy one in there. There wasn't, a, there wasn't one with a zing. That's the, that's the zingy one. Show business, baby. I think that was written by a zinger. So I'm going to go with singing. That is correct. Yeah! Well done. The score is now... This uh, game sucks. Score is uh, Spencer 2, Dan 2, Rob 1. Fuck off. All right. Uh, Spencer will start uh, the, the answering in this round. I hate games. I can't believe you brought me up for the game, man. Well, get, after this, we're going to play D&D, games. so get ready. That's a different kind. You can't lose at that. Oh, you can. <laughs> We've been doing it for months. <laughs> Question number four. I always lose. Sorry. Go ahead. Bill was in marching band. Really? He played. True. <laughs> so was I, Bill. He played one of these three instruments. Heartstrings. <laughs> A, drum. B, oboe. C, alto sax. A, drum. B, oboe. C, alto sax. (laughs) Who's first? Me, right? Spencer is first. I just, yeah, oboe. (laughs) What's your your reasoning? Because this is a bad question. It's really arbitrary. I just really wanted to say oboe. (laughs) All right, oboe. It's fun. I don't think it's arbitrary at all. I think that Bill is clearly a sax man because he looked at the marching band as an opportunity to... Yeah, it's, it's a sexy instrument. It's a Bill Clinton instrument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, wanted to, he saw himself sitting in the, in the window. He's like, man, I have all this aptitude for science and music, but I'm never going to be... Uh, like uh, Motley Crue because I just I also I value the rule of law (laughs) so so what instrument what instrument gets pussy without breaking the law the answer is sex I know I know I know I know you're gonna say I know let them let them all answer and I'll throw out a, a, a fact 
and then they can revise their answer. Oh, okay. shit. Please. <laughs> I love you. This is why I didn't want you on stage. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll bring you up for a follow-up. So, so if you would like a notepad or something so you can remember these. Okay. That sounded me. Or no, it didn't. I'm in my head. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, so so uh, you were going with uh, sax. sax. Sexy yeah. sax, which is like making out with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're silhouetted in a window on an 80s set. Yeah. Dan, would you would you do that as Dan, as Rob's thinking music? <laughs> All right, go did. ahead, Rob. He just did. Okay. He just did. Bill with one L. Uh, you seem to me as somebody who, when you were younger, had longer hair. <laughs> Drummer. Ah. That is correct. You know what? I know it didn't occur to me. Drums are pretty sexy, too. I was just picturing the marching band drum, the one that's just tethered to your torso and you like an Energizer bunny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sexy. But it's marching band. You played a bar- drum. No, never mind. No, no. You, were, you were pretty good, right? Yeah, come on. All right. He was specifically fifth bass drum. So I don't know. Does that mean fifth chair? Or is that a specific... Oh, the biggest bass drum. The biggest one, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) All right, question question number five. I was last chair trumpet. (laughs) In a three-way with Vince Vaughn. (laughs) It's not even a musical term. (laughs) It's just before I came here. All right, this... (laughs) This question includes four <laughs> quotes. This is a four-option answer, and we're going to start with Dan in the answering. A, I've had migraines since I was 16. B, I've had parakeets since I was 16. <laughs> C, I've had arthritis since I was 16. Shit. D, I've had lizards since I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> You're so proud of yourself for creating perfectly equidistant possibilities. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Only one of those is true. Yeah. Lizards, I didn't want to just have arthritis one or migraines. Yep. God migraines, damn it. Migraines, paragraphs. Did you yeah. say this was a lightning round or would it No, 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 no. Oh, okay. We have four choices as opposed to three. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's the, the the molasses round. Oh. <laughs> Uh, God damn it. Okay, parakeets, too, too, too contained. He would look at them. He, uh, the, the, the throbbing heart of a, of a, of a, of a Freeman beats uh, in Bill's chest. That's why he works with wood and beef. Um, <laughs> lizards, there's the science angle. Oh, it's, uh, lizards are supposed to be gross, but I'm a scientist. I, I value them because I'm scientific. Um, uh, migraines and arthritis. Arthritis, he, would, he wouldn't do all that handiwork. Uh, 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 migraines. All right, Rob? Lizards. <laughs> For the same reasons that Dan said. <laughs> Spencer? I, I don't want to live in a world where Bill had parakeets. <laughs> Uh, 
he goes home and what happened tells him about how how did how did Harmontown go tonight, uh, <laughs> Professor uh, Feathers? <laughs> He's an expert. Yeah. What, what happened to you in that line, man? What? Oh. Man, after that line, I went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and I was wow. texting on my cell phone. And the way I was texting, I don't know, but like it was like it lined up some pathways in my brain, and I felt like I was a living god for that moment. Like, <laughs> like high on all the drugs that your brain makes itself. Like, I was just like, Aah! like I could just like pass through the walls and. So, are you saying lizards? Shoot laser beams at people's heads. <laughs> just because of sleep deprivation? I, a combination of that and success, and I'm sure, you know, I probably. Uh, who knows? I'm just, what I'm trying to say is that if Bill actually did have parakeets, then our relationship will fundamentally change from here on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick migraines because I feel like I got migraines around that age, and that seems like something that crops up at 16. Around Bill's age? Oh, six, since 16, he said. I was like, well, Spencer is correct. And Dan. It is. And Dan. Sorry. Yeah. Spencer and Dan are correct. It was migraines. Migraines. The score is Spencer 3, Dan 3, We know, Rob. we know, we know. We know what the score is. <laughs> What's Rob's score? Fuck off! Shut up! <laughs> Rob, Rob is in last place with two. Oh. Shut up. I was just trying to play it, yeah. Number six. Uh, three, three quotes. I have been bungee jumping. I have been skydiving. I have, been out, I have not been on an airplane. A. I have been bungee jumping. B, I have been skydiving. C, I have not been on an airplane. We were going to start with this Rob. We were going to start with Rob. Mm, music. Okay. Oh, God, I don't know how to do this. Uh, okay, the music's fucking with me. Okay, let's get rid of it. Um, I'm, Bungee jumping, skydiving. Never been on a plane. Skydiving. All right, Spencer. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick skydiving. Okay, Dan. Am I the only one? To, if C is correct, then B can't be. If he was never on a plane, he can. Uh, <laughs> unless you pulled a bungee cord really tight and flew him into the air. I don't think he could ever skydive without having been on a plane. Yeah, which means if, that if B was right, then C couldn't be. I mean, and since B and C have a relationship with each other, then I'm going to go with A. He's been bungee jumping. Okay, the correct answer is B. Skydiving. <laughs> yeah! Spencer's in the lead. Dan and Rob are tied. Question Again. number. Again. Question number seven. This is the ice cream question. We get ice cream? <laughs> All the ice cream you want. Uh, mm. I once won a year's supply of ice cream, and I always chose bubblegum because, A, it's, it's a dessert and an activity. <laughs> B, I actually thought it was cotton candy flavored. C, I knew my dad wouldn't eat it. A, it's a dessert and an activity. B, I actually thought it was cotton candy flavored. C, I knew my dad wouldn't eat it. D, I make poor life decisions. <laughs> uh, who's, who's going first? Uh, how many, who's going this 
who starts this round? Spencer. Spencer, okay. it's you. I'm going to go with B for whatever reason. Uh, you thought it, he actually thought it was cotton candy flavored. Sure. Okay, Dan? I'll go with C because of my continuing fixation on fathers. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with A because it is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dessert and, a, and an activity. The correct answer is C. I knew my dad wouldn't eat. <laughs> that brings Rob back to last place. Spencer and Dan tied for first. <laughs> All right, here we go. A, I have a... Sorry? No, I was cur- cursing this game. <laughs> a, I have a bunch of magnets on my fridge. B, I have two sewing kits. <laughs> C, I have 455 Pez dispensers. Uh. A, I have a bunch of magnets on my fridge. B, I have two sewing kits. C, I have, I have 455 Pez dispensers. We're going to start with Dan. Fuck. Okay. I, can't see, I keep going to, you asked him to email a bunch of facts about himself. So he might have, during a falter, might have gone, I don't know, I have a bunch of magnets on my fridge, what else? Uh, <laughs> like, maybe. Because that 455 Pez dispensers thing, that seems like a make em up and the, uh, what's the other one? The uh, Two sewing kits. Two sewing kits. That's pretty specific. I'm going to go with sewing kits. Okay. Rob? I'm also going to go with sewing kits, but I thought of it before Dan said anything. <laughs> because I'll, I'll he, he works with his hands and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do a really good job. <laughs> Spencer? Thank, thank you. That's all I wanted tonight. I, oh, what... I'm going to go with sewing kits because that's the lowest stakes for me. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what the answer is. This How round come is this a wash. This is not important to you. It is. I just, it's so important I'm to me. A, you don't care. I'm playing it like a game. And you're winning. Yeah, that's why. The correct answer is I have a bunch of magnets on my fridge. Is the correct answer. All right, moving on. We're almost done. Stupid. <laughs> Second to last question. I love this game, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. Yeah, bal- balanced viewpoint. Are you starting to rethink your position on Dungeons and Dragons? Do you think this is a better game? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely considering how to work audience member trivia into my encounters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if there could be a whole convention for this. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, question number nine. I was in the talent show in the fifth grade, and I sang A, Don't Rain on My Parade. B. Dad, don't hit me. (laughs) (laughs) An original piece by... (laughs) B. Fiddler on the Roof. C. Luck be a lady. Ooh, that's a good one. A. Don't rain on my parade. B. Fiddler on the Roof. C. Luck be a lady. What's uh, Don't Rain on My Parade? I don't know what that is. Uh, Don't tell me not to fly. Just, uh, uh, it's from uh, Funny Girl. It's from what? It's from Funny Girl. Okay. It's a Barbara Streisand Okay, so you, you put that one in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all of these songs are very uh, popular songs. <laughs> I'm gonna live as. I'm not gonna do the justice. I, I would like to hear. I would like to hear two bars of uh, Fiddler on For the Roof. For thinking please. music, like a fiddler on the roof. Uh, okay. I mean, it's not actually a song. All right. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, <laughs> may the God, may God bless 
and yeah, protect okay. us. So that's another made-up one. <laughs> <laughs> who's going? Who's, yeah, who's, who's, oh, who's sorry. Rob is starting. Rob is starting, correct? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Sorry. It's your game. Um... I'm going to say Fiddler on a Roof's a classic, but Luck Be a Lady is a crowd pleaser, so I'm going to say Luck Be a Lady. Okay. That's a drummer's song. (laughs) 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 They just did that at the Emmys tonight. (laughs) Luck Be a Lady. They sure did. Whoa. Wow. How did you know that? I was, I was, it was on while I was sleeping. Uh, I woke up to Don Cheadle like, like doing this weird monologue. I had a half a fever dream where Don Cheadle's voice was in my ear talking about how television's a, an amazing thing because Kennedy got his brains blown out and the TV was there for that. And then, and then a couple weeks later, the Beatles made it okay to laugh again. Uh, and, and, and here's Carrie Underwood. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I, what are you talking about? It's just a piece of technology that has enslaved all of us. It's not a cultural icon. Ah, television. Ah, uh, Philo T. When Kennedy died, <laughs> when Beatles like, yeah, and everything else, what are you talking about? I was like, ah, oxygen. Kennedy breathed it for his last breath. <laughs> then the Beatles exhaled it during yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Carrie Underwood spewing out some more. Enjoy your TV. It's not dying. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Who? Uh, enjoy the Emmys. <laughs> so it was just weird to wake up to that, that's all. So Don Cheadle's voice in my ear. And you know how you make you make it part of your dream, you know, when you hear stuff. Absolutely. So No. You don't know? Oh. Rob's guess is Luck Be a Lady, Spencer. Yeah, I'm going to go it's, with Luck Be a Lady. Okay, yeah. Uh, luck Be a Lady, because here's the thing. Fiddler on the Roof, I don't even know that that's a song. That's the correct answer. It is uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, Maybe it means the entire musical. All right. <laughs> all right, final question. Final question. The score... So we all lose a point? No, it no. Just stays no, that doesn't help. But that me. doesn't. No, that doesn't. <laughs> Shit, we'd be exactly where we are. This round will determine whether you're worse than us or or just equal. <laughs> That's it. You have no chance of like being superior. Every game I've ever played. Go ahead, do it. That's why you invited me up here, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> all right. This this next round is unique to the other rounds. As we stand, Spencer has four, Dan has four, Rob has three. Yes, we... Mm. Four, you're unclear at home, four is, lo- is more than, in, than three. In this last round, there are uh, many different options for the correct answer. We'll go around first. If you choose the correct answer in the first round, you'll get two points. Meaning that anyone who guesses us correctly wins around and then we'll just do that okay <laughs> final round well, I don't know okay. you'll, you'll see final round basically every, it's so it's so close whoever guesses this first wins and this is going to start with Spencer wait do we have to chime in or I don't, I don't, no 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 we'll still clear, do, we'll still do the round robin thing and then I'll say the correct answer after the three okay here this, we go the straight line yeah Sorry, it's not around Robin at all. That refers to a very specific thing. (sighs) Okay. Until I took up woodwork, I made music in my spare time. I have an album I released on Amazon. Wait, are these 
This is a quote, and now I'm going to list several different names of what Bill's original album is called. Uh, amazing. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I'm really good at making games, you guys. Yeah. All right. A. Oh, thanks. I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry I solicited applause. Okay. A. Time on inside. <laughs> B, personal records. C, empty swing set. <laughs> D, bloody belt. In a puddle of Jack Daniels next to a station wagon with my father's monogrammed car keys. Uh, You're describing the album art. I've already forgot the first one. Okay. A, time on inside. B, personal records. C, empty swing set. D, mighty will, heart will come. E, Indiana. C, holy shit. Dad's car. Wait, not C. <laughs> Next one. Rain, take a bow. Next one. Run, walk, run. Periods after each of those words. Next one. Catch a day. No, no punctuation. Next one. Notes! Exclamation point. Next one. Live it down. Okay, so... So those are all the options. Um... I apologize for the lettering. Uh, one of those is an original album by Bell. I'll read them again really, really fast. Dang. Time on Inside, Personal Records, Empty Swing Set, Mighty Will, Heart Will Come, Indiana, Dad's Car, Rain, Comma, Take a Bow, Run, Walk, Run, uh, Catch Catch the Day, Notes, Exclamation Point, and Live It Down. All right. Stake's going to be higher. Is it me? Is it me? Yeah. I gotta go with, uh, I mean, the dad issues thing makes me want to think dad's car, but I gotta go with run, walk, run. Run, walk, one. Walk, I'll go with dad's run, car. Run, walk, one. D dad's car. I gotta double down on all my dad's stuff. Dad's car? Okay. I'm gonna need you to say them all again. <laughs> Time on inside, personal records, empty Four. swing set. You're just mushing them all into one t t album. <laughs> <laughs> you can okay, I'll yourself. say I'll, I'll emerald it. I'll say bam after each of them. Okay. Time on inside. Bam. Personal records. Bam. Empty swing set. Bam. Mighty will heart will come. Bam. Indiana. Bam. Dad's car. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Rain. Take a bow. Bam. Run walk one one. Wait, I don't know. I'm like <laughs> Madeline Kahn every time I read that. Run walk run. Bam. Uh, catch the day. Bam. Notes. Exclamation point. Bam. Live it down. Bam. Lightning walk, run will come. What is it? Run, run, walk, run. No, that's not it. It's the other one. What Mighty will, heart will come. Mighty will, heart will come. Okay. You all chose made up titles, so we'll do this again. All right, we'll start well, with Dan. And cross off the ones that we chose. Oh, thank so you. So we don't thank do you, it yeah. again. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, I was too busy. I was Instagramming a picture of you comp trolling, and it was 9-11 over your shoulder. Oh, man. Yeah, that's real funny. <laughs> Let's laugh. <laughs> laugh at that. Have a good laugh. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Here we go. So this will start with Dan. Here are the albums left. Time on inside. Bam. Personal records. Bam. I don't need to say bam. Don't say bam. Personal records. Empty swing set. Indiana. Rain take a bow. Catch the day. Notes. Live it down. Okay. Notes catch the day and rain take a bow. Too pretentious for Bell. Like like too, too grandiose. Personal records. All right. Rob? Empty swing set. <laughs> Why are you giving me that look? My smile? <laughs> yeah. Because I like you? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Spencer? I, wanna, I thought it was personal records, too, but I feel like I'm just copying. Do, guess, do, what, gonna, you're, gonna do what you're... I'm going to do think. it. I'm going to do so it. So we tie. Whatever. The correct well, answer is personal records! <laughs> well, if you... If you want to win, that's how you do it. <laughs> uh, let's give a really, really heartfelt round of applause to Bill. Thank you, Bill. And, and I promised that Bill could come up and say, come up and, and if you let's could. Hear, let's hear your thoughts, Let's hear Bill. your thoughts. I'm sorry, I don't really have that many thoughts. Oh, about. you don't? Oh, okay. Oh. I was giving you giving you the floor. Well, no, I just want to say, Rob, you totally nailed the long hair thing, man. See? Totally nailed it. See? And the 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 I thing have that my uses. <laughs> I being in the drumline, I liked Rush. Ah. And didn't get laid. <laughs> All right. All right, great. Beefsteak Bill. Beefsteak Bill. Now he's beefsteak Bill, everybody. He's earned a higher yeah. title. Now he's be now he's just beef Bill. Yeah, he said you, he said in his email that he resented the the beef fungus bill nickname. Well, he's uh, he's I never think we been, all knew that. Yeah, he's never been <laughs> coy about not liking being called beef fungus bill. Nor nor do we care. <laughs> I gotta say, like the, the, getting a nickname. I'm is sure that I'm sure that Hamburglar wants to be called Senator. <laughs> but you know what, motherfucker stole a burger. <laughs> Dan's five minutes for a night at the, the Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> if Senator Rob Strom Thurmond... All right. Uh, I was going to say Strom Thurmond. That was the senator in my head. Um, the, All right. Uh, the, the, who's probably still alive, Strom Thurmond. Um, no, he finally died. Uh, the... <laughs> If you would like to have uh, 45 minutes of Harmontown dedicated to you, simply send a self-addressed stamped envelope uh, nowhere and then come to the show every day, every, every week for like, like a year. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. It was a, it was a, it was a good segment. And pe some people might be wondering, like, what, who's Bill? <laughs> he comes all the time. I, I've, been, hear, <laughs> I've been wondering something for a very long time. And now that I'm in the comptroller seat, I feel like I can explore it. You see the first and second row all the time. I'm so curious who's in the back. Can we talk to somebody in the back for a moment? Those are the people that, that, that they're, they're just standard customers. They're, often the answer is nobody because they come to the first half of the show and they go, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, is there, I mean, is, there, is there anybody that's usually in the back? 
Oh, does it? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on down. Are you? Uh, Someone sadly said. Oh, there's BJ. Okay. BJ. I thought BJ. I saw some right. cat ears. <laughs> All right, here comes back lady. Back lady, you're coming up. Back be a lady tonight. I'm also one of the interns, but I was a regular for Harmontown before I became an intern, so I lurk in the back. And yes, and we've met before, but show. what was your name again? Kelly. For everybody? Kelly. Kelly, everybody. So what's it like back there? It's dark, yeah. and it's hard because when people, like, stand, because we have to sit at, like, the concession stand, so sometimes when people stand, like, in that general area, all of a sudden it's like, okay, can't see the stage. So you get the actual, like, podcast feeling because all you can do is listen to it. But then, like, when something crazy visually happens and it's like, okay, now I know how the listeners feel. I can't see anything. Mm. You have to go to the hashtag on Instagram. Yeah. That's what I do. When did you move? Did you just move to L.A.? Uh, actually, uh, October 9th will be my one-year anniversary. So, sort of. Are your dreams coming true? You're an intern at, at, at Nerdist. That meltdown. That, that's pretty much it. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think that a year living here I'd be unemployed. And But, hooray! <laughs> you thought you thought you'd be. Uh, I thought I'd just be employed somewhere as like what an assistant. What is your dream? Um, I want to write for TV. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, preferably TV comedies. So, cool. You know. The Emmys were tonight. I know we were actually just talking about them um, because we were looking on like the CNN because uh, it popped up that um, uh, Breaking Bad won for best drama. If nobody was paying attention, hooray! And then, but like, I hear it's good. <laughs> I'm gonna no, check I, that out. I watch it. It's 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 phenomenal. Um, and then Modern Family won yeah. for best comedy, but oh, there you um, go. <laughs> like usual. Um, but apparently, there's a lot of upsets this year. Like, who won like best actors? And that's stuff. what I heard. Like, so, nobody nobody swept. Nobody swept. Like, Breaking Bad won for Best Drama, but Anna Gunn was the only one who won any actor awards for Breaking Bad. Yeah. And then Modern Family, they won for Best Comedy, but none of their actors won for Best Comedy. So it's a really strange... I just had, I was, we were at the drawing room, and I was, we were talking about the Emmys, and I was like, you know, they, they bother to do this arbitrary separation. This is the, that's that sound of the show's air getting let out in the background. <laughs> They, they, they bother to do this arbitrary separation uh, between comedy and drama, and so everything's bisected, especially nowadays, where it's like, okay, and Aaron pointed out that she was watching Nurse Jackie, and I was sleeping in bed, and I woke up. Apparently, I'm an asshole in my sleep. I just woke up half asleep and went, hilarious. It's a hilarious show. They should nominate it for best comedy, and I, like, in my sleep. It's a still better, still an asshole. Anyways, but, but the, the, these, di- these divisions between drama and comedy exist, but what doesn't exist is a division between, say, the schedule. Like, like the idea that, oh, is this a show that owed 25 episodes a year, or is this a show that, was do- that had to do 10 episodes every two years? Or the- yeah. but, and then I stopped myself and I was like, wait, what am I talking about? This is perfect. The Emmys are actually the place where it all comes out in the wash. Because if you make 13 episodes a year and you therefore get to make good television instead of focusing on revenue, um, then you have a better shot at an Emmy, and that's actually justice, I think. So I, I'm telling a story about how I was I had a thought and then it canceled itself out. Well, well my, my 
friends and I have actually been talking about it and saying that really there should be a division between network and cable because cable often they have a bigger budget and they have the ability to do way more. They used to have that division, but that threatened both the existence of cable and networks. Like they, 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 you know, they used to just there was the Emmys and then there was the Cable Ace Awards. (laughs) Like you little darling cable shows. Here's a little here's a little Ace Award for you. Um, And then at a certain point, the Emmys are like, what are we going to do? Just stand here while Rome is burning? Are we going to keep having the Emmys? Are we going to invite HBO into this so we can give all the awards to them? Uh, And and, and so it's, it's, I mean, I think it's the interesting thing is that television is is still an art form, still still a medium. I think that's what Don Cheadle was trying to say (laughs) when I was waking up. I think his point was that, isn't it funny that throughout all of this, all of the weird permutations that cinema is going through and music and stuff, that television, you know, it is still a thing called television and it does carry a certain cultural weight and and movies are getting shittier and shittier Ooh, uh, insidious uh, <laughs> and, t- and TV continues to get like like as as we start to mash it into a I guess that's sort of like print is probably the biggest analogy because uh, after you mashed Time and Life magazine into a thousand cat fancies. That's when magazines started to get good. Uh, like, like, oh shit! There's a ninja magazine. Uh, like, like, like that's Breaking Bad. It's like, 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 like more surface area. Breaking Bad's a ninja magazine. I will never make myself clear to these people. Uh, anyways, whatever. I can talk. Uh, you know what? Uh, this podcast should be called "I Go to Bed and Mumble Things Until I Fall Asleep." Um, uh, 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 what, what are you plugging, uh, 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 Kelly? Uh, <laughs> Chips? No. Soda? You gotta... I mean, if you want to buy everything, it's a dollar for sodas. All right, all right. <laughs> everything, everything's Kelly, a dollar. you don't have to do that. You and don't have anybody, to do that. And if anybody has any jobs, call me. <laughs> all right, Kelly, everybody. Call right. her. She'll be here. Thank you very much. <laughs> she she wants to work in TV comedy. We'll see 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 maybe she'll meet somebody. Kelly just whispered me, whispered to me that uh, Merritt Weaver won for supporting actress. She's amazing on Nurse Jackie. She's really yeah. great. Yeah. Cool. The, this year was weird because every the the categories were so uh, loaded with amazing actors, and some people are saying some some really mean bullying things about the people who won. What Example. Yeah, what was that? Uh, in the best actor category, everyone thought that Brian Cranston was was going to be a shoe in, um, but then uh, uh, Bob Bob Cavalli, am I saying that right? No, Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale from uh, Boardwalk Empire won uh-huh. against John Hamm and uh, all the guys from Breaking Bad, and and also with uh, best supporting actress or best uh, supporting actor. Tony Hale, who's who's great. If you, I don't know. I'm sorry. So people are just saying shitty things about. Yeah. Uh, well, they're saying they're saying that like the during the show, like the next no, person no, just, comes I, up. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Bob Newhart comes up and just goes. Um, no, no, on Twitter. No, on Twitter. Brian Cranston, you should have got that award, man. You should have got that. Oh, shit, no respect. The, no respect. Oh, man, it's this guy. Uh, <laughs> no, it's everybody's buddy from uh, the neighborhood. Yeah. Remember the Emmys when uh, Amerigo Vespucci, what's her name, Ugly Betty, uh, won? Uh, <laughs> America Ferreira. Amerigo Amerigo Vespucci. Uh, Rob, you do a really good Amerigo Vespucci impression. Yo, man. What's going on here? 
<laughs> that, but you, you should have got that award. It should be Brian Cranston, man. American Espucci. <laughs> Hey, Amer- Amer- America Vespucci. Uh, yeah, man, what, uh, ask me any question. <laughs> I know it says market price for the fish of the day. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, that's how it usually is every Friday. But, you know, you come in here, off, I'll give you 2% off and some lemon wedges. <laughs> All right. <laughs> America, America, what do you think about uh, gas prices? Oh, they're through the roof. <laughs> do you drive out? What kind of car do you drive? Do you drive oh, a car? Oh, I got the Volt. <laughs> I just plug it in. I don't even use gas. I haven't used gas since October. Oh, uh, is that when you got your electric car? No. <laughs> I've so been walking using, a lot, uh, too. Okay. So you walked around, and then you got an electric yeah, car. Yeah, I walked to the car dealership. Oh. America, uh, I yes. heard... Yes? <laughs> yes, heard... Aaron McGath. I'm losing the accent. Oh, no. <laughs> well, then I... what's left with the character? <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. I, I heard that you and your girlfriend recently had a baby. What's the baby's name? My, Volt. <laughs> All right. Obviously, there's some uh, money changing hands here. Right. Uh, no, it's Ameri- America Ferrari. What's her name? Uh, America Ferrera. Okay. She won for Ugly Betty. Remember this year? The, 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 the year I'm talking about? Remember? A couple years ago? <laughs> Is that Ugly Betty? Uh, sure. I don't remember what year. But or yeah. maybe it was the Golden Globes. But but uh, she. <laughs> I remember watching TV and she. they were doing that thing where the, there's a person in the wings like uh, jumping on you like a harpy uh, as you walk off the stage and this poor girl who was on the show uh, called Ugly Betty uh, like, like, the, the, she she walked off stage uh, after winning her award and this woman this this, this waif from uh, you know some entertainment show uh, pounces on her and goes uh, so America Ferrara uh, uh, how does it feel to win your first blah 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 and she's like oh it feels great I'm just so glad I was, I, it still it hasn't sunk in or anything so what do you have to say to all those people People out there that said America Ferrara is not attractive enough to be a leading lady. I just stuck the mic in her face and she was like, uh, What? <laughs> uh, commercial. <laughs> what? You know, the show's just called Ugly Betty. You know, that doesn't mean you get to kick me in the face. I'm a human being. <sighs> yeah, all right, anyways. Television. It's right. still it's still out there, it's still doing its thing. From from Kennedy's assassination to the Beatles. And everything in between those seven months. Don Cheadle will be there. What was I? This is so weird. Like at the the, the Grammys, when the, there's always this weird moment where a guy comes out and yells at you for downloading music and then recedes back into the rafters, starts playing his pipe organ again. Uh, <clears throat> uh, fun fact, Dan and I went to the last last week we were at the Creative Arts Emmys. Mm-hmm. And Dan was presenting, so he was he was backstage. How, how was that? Is there? I what was that? What did you do? What was your bit? Same. Uh, our what? our bit was me and Joel McHale went out, and our bit was that. Uh, uh, how they introduce you first? It was just top of the show. Creative Arts Emmys has to, has to run like a bobsled because it's seventy two awards, and they. Um, it, it, it's it, it's so weird because it's like okay, it's the Creative Arts Emmys, so we understand. Don't, don't you know we're not you're not going to show us during the primetime broadcast. So you would think that that would mean then okay, I won an award for hairdressing. I should be able to 
chew the scenery a little bit and go like hold my very real Emmy and go like okay like you know I, you know what I've been I've been putting my fingers through gross people's hair for 30 years and I finally got a fucking Emmy for it I uh, thank you Jesus Christ for giving me the power to do hair at six in the morning thank you for thank you to my mother who to, told me that d- d- doing hair wasn't wasn't a, a whatever blah 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 but they give them like 14 seconds to get through this stuff because there's so many awards and they and they tell them the time you take getting to the stage is comes off your time. <laughs> so people who like are winning for like best belt making are like running sprint to seconds. the extent that they they love their children and want to thank them more. They have to run like the longer they've been in the business, the more people they have to thank, the more they have to fucking truck it up there. To the and, extent- and the faster this weird techno music starts playing. When they play them off, I noticed the Emmys tonight, the real Emmys, they're actually, they've, they've created a very delicate playoff uh, Claire Danes Claire Danes was accepting and it was like sort of like I don't I guess in live orchestra probably they know what they're doing they start they start vamping a little bit that, that's the creative arts Emmy yeah. is, is like some woman going up there going my husband died while I was doing John Cheadle's uh, wardrobe and I told him I'd be home by five I was home by five the next morning uh, and I don't I, I, I uh, also just uh, uh, Including it's, it's fucked up. Including people accepting an award for a television program about kids with AIDS. And I, I was in the audience and these people won this award and they're like, you know, this, this award is, it's not about us. It's about like bringing attention to this issue. There are kids across the country who uh, are suffering from this disease and I, uh, they're, they're dying and I just appreciate and then at a certain point, like, they okay, were thank screaming. you, kids. Thank you, AIDS. Good night. Yeah. But I was going to say the coolest thing, like, I mean, that was, a, that was a weird experience. But I was sitting out in the audience alone, like, in the, like, towards the front. I got to watch uh, one of my childhood heroes, Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap. Yeah. Yeah. And God, Morgan Freeman, uh, watch Dan present this award. Like, I don't even know what Dan looked like while he was presenting the award, because I was just like, ah. Like, they, they, Scott Were Bakula, they saying anything? Was like, oh, they're like, oh, he's, he's really. Oh, 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 <laughs> what is man? that young man doing up oh. there? <laughs> okay, Scott, Scott Bakula and, uh, and Morgan Freeman. They were uh, hanging out a, together? With a, they were sitting right next to each other. But, but you too, hey, Scott Bakula. Bac- you want to go to the Schmemmies with me? <laughs> oh, you're driving. I'll go. They, they sound exactly the same. And that's how it happened. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, sorry? I've cleared my throat, so please continue. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, lost my train of thought. But uh, before, and well, before the Emmys, when Dan was backstage, so a producer comes out and says, "Okay, we need to get some shots of the audience. Uh, we need to see you guys smiling and clapping. You know, when they when they go to the audience, when, when like you're really happy because Anna Gunn won, or sad because you won, or whatever. Uh, we we had to do these like laughing and whatever things, and I was really not into it. And then I look over at Scott Bakula and Morgan Freeman, super into it. Like, guys, look like something really." Funny happened. Morgan Freeman, ah, like just like, 
throwing his head back, <laughs> camera right in his face. Him and Scott Bakula, like they they do it. They really. I have know to imagine that they're either doing a bit, they're doing it ironically and having fun, or because they know they're going to be front and center, or be, and or because in the past they haven't done it and and it's, and it's <laughs> like blown back on them in some weird way. What's up with Morgan oh, Freeman? Yeah, What's yeah. his well, problem with AIDS? You get, a, yeah. you get a Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones famously at the Oscars, grumpy face Tommy Lee Jones. Like no one wants to be Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. That's what it is. I do. Speaking of Tommy Lee Jones, holy shit, Batman Forever. Ugh, it's like shit. watching your dad come down during a sleepover and like try to play cards with your friends. <laughs> dad. No, we don't want to play cards. We're talking about boys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's I don't, horrible. I don't want to pimp anybody to do impressions, but uh, I. <laughs> but especially but, not me. <laughs> but the the hardest I ever laughed in my entire life was when we were in Milwaukee and <laughs> driving. The snow was on the road, and I was just driving with Shrub, and he was just he was just being two faced, and I was just asking him <laughs> questions. Me going like this. <laughs> He's just mad about the. <laughs> hey, two face. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hey, um, my, uh, this is gonna sound a lot like my other impression. <laughs> but it's yeah. not really. It's what more of a character. Know? What do you want to know? Uh, man? Two, two, two face. Uh, Thanks for the ride, by the way. Yeah. For the homeless listener, Rob is holding a side of yeah. his face and, and yeah. trying to. Uh, uh, what? What? Uh, <laughs> Half. Half of my face. Yeah. Holding. What do you? What do you like in your coffee? Do you like half and half? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, two, two face. Wow, you're so villainous. Two things. Two face. Everyone has to bring something to this uh, to this this potluck picnic. Uh, uh, Dan's bringing casserole. I'm bringing soda. What are you gonna bring? Two cupcakes <laughs> <laughs> of the same flavor. Mm, yes. Oh, <laughs> he was doing it for for an hour. We were driving around, and then at the end of it, I said, "What's your favorite movie?" And Pre- he's, Predator Two. <laughs> I could have said Critters, too. <laughs> Predator 2. He loves one. Predator 2. He, I saw that they show the thing. They show the court yeah, I video. Don't, I don't like face-off. No, no. No, oh. God, no. Oh, terrible. Oh, I got no, really it, angry. Yeah. It, 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 now, it, if they only took off half the face. It, uh, it's like Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt Dan's drunken ramblings. I'm Jeff Davis from Harmontown, here to talk about Warby Parker glasses. Do you need glasses? Do you wear glasses? Is your eyesight all fucked from playing Bubble Witch or whatever the f- stupid app game you play? My eyes are just dying from these stupid games. You stare at it and then you try to look up and you can't see shit. I'm 43 and my eyes are dying because of Bubble Witch. God damn it. Warby Parker has glasses that are really cool. They're kind of vintage-y, retro-y kind of stuff, and they look great, and they're cheap as shit. They're, they're less expensive than glasses generally are, which is dumb, because people need them. Or maybe you don't need glasses, and you just want to look professorial and kind of groovy. Warby Parker makes it very easy to order glasses. They have a free home try-on program where you order five pairs of glasses, you try them on for five days, there's no obligation to buy them, it ships for free, and you can ship them back for free. You go to warbyparker.com slash Harmon to order your free home try-ons today. The glasses start at 95 bucks, which is cheap. That includes prescription lenses, anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings, and every pair you buy, another pair is distributed to someone in need. I'm hoping that it's refugees. I mean, because Syrians, holy shit, they need glasses. 
I, I, I did it. I ordered them. They come so easy. Boom. There's a box. There's a bunch of glasses in there. You pick the ones you like. You look in the mirror and you go, these suck, these suck, these rule. You pick the ones that you like. Um, also, if you don't have any personal awareness or any sense of identity, after you get your glasses from warbyparker.com slash Harmon, you can also go to the Warby Parker app from the iTunes app store, which allows you to quickly take photos wearing all the frames, stitch it into a video and share it with friends and family to help you pick a winner because you don't know what you like. You need other people's opinions because you're a spineless ooze. WarbyParker.com slash Harmon. They're glasses. They're cheap. They're awesome. Fuck you. Back to Harmon. All right. Uh, we should, we got to play Dungeons and Dragons. We only have so much time here, folks. Yes. Oh, Come yeah. on. For oh, God's sake. Right. Uh, oh, Rob, oh you now you're... What, what are you, sitting over there hoping we won't play? I'm sorry. Did you notice how hilarious that whole thing was? <laughs> it was hilarious. What, are you saying it was not hilarious? What? He just, he gets so high before the show. That's it. That's all. All the questions you have about Spencer, that's all. That's the that's only answer. Libel. <laughs> that's libel to be true. I think libel can be true. <laughs> yeah. Do you want all right. So, so, Rob, you are going to play Jeff's character. Sure. Okay. And why don't, why don't we have uh, Beefsteak Bill play Kumail, right? Okay. As a reward for... Hanging out. All right, here we go. And here comes the music. Last time on Harmontown, our heroes were exploring the great hall of Admiral Darkstar's Black Keep. There they encountered a paladin by the name of Callus the Magnificent. I feel like I'm really fighting this music. Oh, sorry. Um, it's cool. Callus the Magnificent. They bullied him into killing himself in a room full of evil darkness. Uh, bullied? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a pretty fair description. No, no, we'll discuss that in a moment. <laughs> then they started going up a staircase. That's all. Oh, okay, so let's... Do, can, we, can we do a little meta talk about that character yeah, and his sure. attitude? Yeah. So we bullied him? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fair. He was obstinate. He was he was assholish. He he came into your dungeon after fighting like two rooms full of tricky demons that tried to mess with his mind, and he thought you were tricky demons. So he came in, you know, full cocked. I don't we, know how and that we, And we works. told him that we weren't tricky. And he was like, prove it. And then you were like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you guys got fucking skeletons. That's evil. And you were like, oh, I'm mad at you. And he's like, oh, well, maybe you're right. And then he felt kind of foolish, and then you oh, were... so shame killed him, really? No, well then, well that would have that would have killed him. But then you guys started really, really firing back at him, being all like, "Oh yeah, now you guys feel bad about yourself." And he's like, "Oh, that's fine. I'm gonna go in this room," and then he got killed. All right, so I guess I guess that's technically bullying him. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel bad. You don't have to. It's, it's. I feel great. Some guy came in the room and whatever. You, you. I don't feel bad either because he just sort of charged off into there. He just. We were like, he what was about a dick. this room? He just like charged off. He was a dick, and I at one point I kneeled in front of him and 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 and, and offered to let him cut my head off if he. I, I was I, I was forthcoming. Well, You're being a dick about that. That's though. passive aggressive. <laughs> passive aggressive. Come on, cut my head off. Do it, do it. No. I mean, all right. You've right. done that to me before. So we went. 
So we we went we went up a staircase. Here you, we are. You I still are a staircase. The October. All this October at the (laughs) Holiday Mattress Store. Um, I examine my staircase surroundings. Uh, It's it's a long staircase. It kind of winds around in a circle. I guess. What order are we? Stairwell. What order are we on the staircase? You know, whatever. No. So right now, Rob, it's like when we play at home. Like we're just interacting. I think we're in a line. Yeah, I know we're in a line, but we're, but, but but we're not in front fight. and who's like in the middle? Who's in the back? That's up to you guys. That's right. half. I got an fun. idea. Let's have him be in the front. I gotta look at it. I'll be in the ass. front. I'm and in the then front. You can be second. All right. That happens. I, I start running up the staircase. As you run up the stairs, you feel the temperature increasing. It's getting hotter. This is an <sighs> Arctic area, but it's hot. Oh. It's crazy. Guys, this is weird. It is weird. It's weird for here. Stop running up the stairs. You're breaking a sweat. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel the walls and see if the walls are warm. The walls themselves aren't particularly warm. It's just the air somehow. Um, as, as you are going up these stairs, you see a large orange metal door. It's, it's like, a, like a safe door with a big kind of spinny handle thing. Mm, I touched the door. It's warm. Oh, there's hot stuff on the other side. Look under the crack. I look under Rob's crack. No. No, the crack of the door. Betwixt the It's like a safe door. There's no crack. Yeah, that's true. You didn't check, did you? I look under the crack. There isn't one like you. Okay, all right. Now we know. It could be an above crack. You didn't check that either. Okay, people, stand down. We got a hot door here. This is a hot door. It's a safe type door. There seems to be hot elements on the other side. At this point in time, I am a mage. I will cast resist elements on most of you. If you want resist elements cast upon you, please come to the front. If you are a skeleton or an assistant to a skeleton, please remain behind the living. I repeat, you will not have resist elements cast upon you if you are a skeleton. If you are a skeleton, you already resist elements. You are dead. Uh, I cast resist elements on people. Uh, I think that only works on one person. Do it on me! (laughs) Cast elements! I I, I, I say that I'll save it for a rainy day, and then I do an under-the-breath resist elements casting on myself. That happens. It's right. it's not it's not noticeable. All right, uh, who's uh, what are you? Uh, are you a thief or a rogue kind of? I'm a quark barbarian. Barbarian. I'm a barbarian. I, I put on. Uh, I'm a half elf. I put on my flaming armor. Okay. Well, hello. And, <laughs> and I uh, I go up to the to the door and I, I try to open the door. Wait wait wait. What? Can, yeah. Can I stop. I stop you. Uh, how are you stopping me? Well, it's a, a, like by putting two hands on... On my flaming armor? On your shoulders, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's romantic for a second unless it burns me. Okay. I turn down, I turn down my flames. I resist your elements. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, sorry, go ahead. Am, am I standing in the between them? <laughs> Only if you want to be. Yeah. Trap sense on the door. 
that's up to you guys. So you put I your want hands Christopher on my to check out the dories, a rogue. That's what I'm saying. Oh. You know, when you come to a dory, just let me. Uh, yeah, on the door. sure. Certain Are you trying to here? protect me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well. Yes, yes. The w- <laughs> the way I try to protect you when I say, "Did you turn the gas off when we go to bed?" <laughs> I'm trying to protect the whole house. <laughs> Love. Alright. What's happening? Uh, uh, Chris Trap Sense. Chris Doring wants to check out the door. Trap Sense? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Okay. So you examine this door. It looks, it looks on closer expe- inspection to be made of adamantium. Oh, uh, oh wait. No, that's. Okay. Alright. <laughs> it's a very strong and a hard metal for those of you not in the know. It's. It's what no Wolverine's made out of. Not that you can tell. Yeah, the skeleton. It's 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 one one electron uh, different from unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> That's the door. All right, so it's made out of adamantium, but sure there, there's is. no traps that you can sense. I don't see anything. So it's like a vault door, like it's got a crank on it? Yeah. Like yeah, that. let's open this thing. Come on. All right, kitten, you want to do a... Uh... Sure. Yes, I will. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, Whatever go. you want. Whoever wants to open it, open it. Hey, you want to open this door with me? <laughs> sure. Okay, you grab one side. I got this side. You Okay, and now... I'm, I'm going to push up, you push down. Let's do it counterclockwise. I mean it in a straight line. <laughs> no, no, let's open it. Three, okay. One, two, three, open. You pull the handle and it slides open with a sharp snicked. Ouch. Snicked? Yeah. A snick? From the adamantium. Yeah. That's the Wait, sound wouldn't it of... be three? <laughs> Fucking nerd. Nice. It's a deep cut. Uh, <laughs> a yeah. nerd alert sounds throughout the dungeon. <laughs> So yeah, the I don't door understand is... what's going on. <laughs> oh my god, my my high school girlfriend came to the show. <laughs> what's what's happening? Uh, Snicked is a sound effect that Wolverine's just. Uh, I don't know who the fuck a Wolfman. Is. Why did you come here? I don't know, uh, I, Trisha. I, I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm going home. You man. won't go to the snowball dance with me? You show up when I'm forty to the Harmontown? Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Your theme for your dance was just snowball. We had a winter dance, snowball dance. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. The the room is hot like a summer's day, and you begin to sweat. Those things are hot, right? Yeah, depending on where you are. I guess that's a good point. Inside this room are three massive stone lions, mouths frozen open in a ferocious roar. You don't see any doors in this room, but there are masses of chains hanging from the high ceiling, some dangling down like silver vines from the clanking canopy. I grab one of the chains and I start pulling on it. <laughs> it's, it's too hot, like high up. You need the, the, probably the lowest one is about 20 feet off the floor. I try to... I can't jump in? Nope. Okay. Maybe you so jump when, on one of these stone lions and jump uh, up there, but... In the center of the room, you also see a metal treasure chest. Uh, yeah. I, I approach the treasure chest and try you, to open it. You approach the treasure chest. Do you mind if I look at that first? Um, yeah. <laughs> if you look at it first? Yeah, I'd like to trap yeah, sense him, on it. Let him trap sense. What, oh, okay. what don't you understand just, about this procedure? I don't want you to get hurt. 
trying yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Trying no, to be no nice. trap trap sense first. A little bit of sorry, caution. I misunderstood. I thought it was just like a you, yeah. you totally. No, I just wanted to open it and take everything and keep it to myself. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. There's a trap. Trap sense. The proletariat. The proletariat. The proletariat are in a trap of economy. Oh, trap sense. And television was there. For the first season of Gilligan's Island, to the to the to the explosion of our president's brains. <laughs> what did they have in common? Television. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't make sense to praise that as if it's like, uh, yeah. Uh. What a medium. <laughs> Good job, TV. Thanks for the Beatles and killing Kennedy. Thank you. I'll keep watching you. Commence with the awards. Who got one? Anna Gunn. All right. I knew I was watching something important. So what's the nature of the trap? Dan (laughs) Harmon. I didn't write what I said at the Emmy. (laughs) Oh, shit. I got an email from Don Cheadle. (laughs) Wrote that for me. (laughs) Dear Don Cheadle, first of all, let's follow each other and send each other. uh, We shouldn't have to direct tweet each other. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, so we open the door. There's some lions and some chains. And there's Chris, a trap. Chris, do you know what kind of trap is on the? It's a good question. Chain? Okay, yeah, you think it might be some sort of mechanical based trap? Mm, mechanical based trap that's there's situated on the locking mechanism. No other, no other exits from this room. Not that you can see. Hey, do I think it's related to the lions or the chains? It's not related to anything but the chest. I say we all get behind the chest and give her an open. What? From, from behind it. Like through the hinges? A reach around? Yeah, a, a reach around, yeah. We all stand behind it. It's designed to trap whoever opens it. Is it a hinge chest or is it a lid chest? It's a... I mean, it has a hinged lid. Thank you. It's a hybrid. Yeah. Hey, why don't we take the hinges off the back? That's not a bad idea. Thanks. <laughs> how, how do you plan to do that? Uh, I'm going to just start hitting it with my foot. <laughs> I have, uh, what do I got here? I have conjure Phillips. How, how are the hinges affixed? Guys, I, I, have a, uh, I have a cloak of resistance. If we really want to open it, but I have a, I have a feeling we that if put we on open show. it, things will happen. <laughs> Maybe the the lions will come to life or something. If I put on the cloak of resistance, I can open it. You guys can hide. How do you feel? I, I, I as far as I understand, as a as the resident wizard, uh, can I can I cast detect magic on this? Uh, yeah, thing? and and will that allow me to 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 also further like get a little more information about if there is magic, what kind of magic? Yeah, but I said it was a mechanical trap. Yeah, so. but I, I in a okay, so that's you telling me not to waste my spell. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm what I what I'm saying is it's a mechanical trap. Uh, there's no mechanics on God's earth that will make these lions come to life. I'm not saying they won't at some point. But the the trap that we sensed, it's gonna be. It's like 
there's some shit that's going to, you know, it's like, oh, I got shot with a dart, or there's gas that comes out. It's a mechanical trap. I don't think so. No? <laughs> I was kind of thinking we could use uh, some vials of acid on the hinges. Yeah, why don't we yeah. put some acid on hey, the hinges? Man, I love it. All right. I'm just saying don't stand in front of the chest when you no, do no, no. it. Get, right. get I, still, I still like, put on my cloak of resistance. Good call. <laughs> As you put it on, you feel more resistant. <laughs> I'm, I'm, she hasn't been wearing that the entire time? No, she, I mean she has. You guys are all wearing I, 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 I put on my cloak of oppositional defiant disorder. <laughs> no, you don't. So, uh, do you want to do the acid thing? All right. I love so it. So, you pour your vials of acid over over the hinges on the back of this chest, and it bubbles, and you, you smell a terrible smell, but uh, well, eventually it, it eats through, and, and you see the, these hinges are now gone. You could probably pull up the top of the lid. To me, the smell is good, because I, I, it's, it's the smell of, of, of a trap being uh, uh, foiled. Yeah, then it does smell good to you. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> let's knock this lid over. All right, let's do it. All right. All right, you open up the lid, and as you open it, you see the, the trap mechanism inside. It looks like it's a little tiny crossbow, so you, you pull off the lid, and it just fires the crossbow in the other direction. See, dumb. <laughs> Child's play. Yeah. Yes. All right. Inside the chest star. 60 arrows and um, two bags of arts and crafts supplies. <gasps> really? Oh, uh, thank you, Spencer. I'll take those. I'll take them. No, no. <laughs> I take all the glitter. <laughs> all the glitter's mine. I want all the craft wood. Is this a mulrane chest? I this mean, is great. Thank it's you. It's just a chest. <laughs> okay. Not, it's nice. uh, uh, gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and scoop up this arts and crafts supplies. Right. And I'm going to I'm going to take 20 of these arrows. What? You can't Whoa. take can't take the arrows and the arts and crafts. <laughs> well, I just she's did. not taking all of them. She's just taking some of them. Let's, what? Let's divvy up the arrows. You got a crossbow? Uh crossbows take bolts, not arrows. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, that turned out great. In celebration, I walk up to one of the stone lions, and I kick it, and I go, yeah! (laughs) It's it's pretty invigorating. Um, It doesn't hurt too bad. You're just feeling I don't have a a bow. Stop looking, everybody. Sorry. (laughs) Can I I use wild empathy on the frozen lions to figure out what happened? You you could try, but uh, you don't feel empathy coming towards them as if they're just statues or something. I get on top of one of them, and I'm like... I wish one day they'll invent something that stores images. <laughs> I, I burn that image now, into just my burn mind. This into your memory. <laughs> I remember that time. What's you, in the arts and crafts supplies? You know, just general stuff. All right, Spencer. If we want to go down this road, we'll go down this road. I figure at least give you the tools to do it with, right? Yeah. Okay. I examine the eyes and mouths of the lions. Just looking for gems, baubles, other sundry notions. You see, their eyes do kind of look uh, a little glinty, like uh, oh. like glint, glint, glint things. In, in celebration of uh, getting all the supplies, I, I grab two of the chains and I start swinging around. And she laughing. can't do that. She can't do that. I tried doing that and you said I couldn't. Yeah, you're not high enough. You'd have right. to jump. Not high enough. Guys, I got a glint over here. <laughs> 
I All got right. glint. <laughs> right. Is there anything in its mouth? Uh, who, who's asking? I, I'm asking him because he's up there. Fair I got enough. glint in the eyes. I don't, I don't know. The mouth seems empty. Mouth clear. Eye glinty. Can I climb on the? Can I climb on top of the lion and then jump on a chain? Uh, yeah. Hold up. Let me. You do didn't a... say I could do that. <laughs> well, you didn't ask. <laughs> you uh, you do that. You climb up atop the stone lion. You also can you can get onto one of these chains if you'd like. I'm on. The, I want to get on one of the chains. Then you do. <laughs> I want to swing around. You swing around. It's like a a joyous occasion. I have a knife. I want to use to uh, pry some of the glintiness out of these lion eyes. Okay, so you're trying to you're trying to pry. Yeah. Pry the eye. Yeah. Um. When you when you're jamming it with uh, your <laughs> prior, you feel the eye go in a little bit, like it's being pushed inward, and um. You you hear a rumbling coming from the ceiling above, and uh, you on the chain. Sharpie, feel what your, did you do? Yourself shaken on this chain as the ceiling begins to rumble. <laughs> I got I an rush eye to the here. line opposite, and I'm going to climb up on that line. On what now? The line that's opposite him, so it'd be diagonal again. So you're all on lines. Might not be a bad idea. Well, I mean, oh, I'm not. not. I didn't. I'm standing here. Would you like to be on the lion? <laughs> Yes. All I wanted was to be invited. Everyone gets on a lion. Yay! The rumbling continues and gets louder and builds to a cliffhanger. Yay! Thank you, everyone, for coming to Harmontown. Let's hear it for Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Aaron McGathy, guest comptroller. Thank all of you. Uh, I don't know. Exit through the gift shop. I don't know what Jeff usually says. He thanks everybody. Katie Levine, Dustin, Emily. Uh, yeah, Zach. Zach, yeah. Dustin Marshall, Feral Audio. Probably Mo. Mo. Uh, everyone did great. <laughs> thank you, everyone at Meltdown. Thank you. See you next week. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on Feral. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. 
Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 